I wanted to uh, welcome everybody to the new series of Shirim we're going to try uh, and have continuing throughout the summer uh, at this time. And also to thank everyone uh, for coming, of course, for coming because everyone's uh, attendance, everyone's participation definitely contributes to all of our Limitar Torah and is truly a chizuk uh, for the entire Olam. Uh, I wanted to discuss tonight an issue that is um, very practical but also quite confusing. And that is the issue of uh, women and Abdullah. Pasuk tells us in the Aseris Hadibrois, in Parshas Yisroi, Zachar is Yom HaShabbos Lakadshoi. You should remember Shabbos in order to make it holy. However, the Pasuk tells us in uh, Aseris Hadibrois, in Parshas Vashchanon, Shamar is Yom HaShabbos Lakadshoi. You should guard Shabbos to keep it holy. And the Gemara comments that these two words are interchangeable because Zachar is Shamar, Bedibar Echanemru. They were said in the same breath, and therefore, they're interchangeable, but also there's a relationship between the two. And the Gemara says, uh, <laughs> Whoever is obligated in uh, guarding Shabbos is also obligated in remembering Shabbos in the Mitzvah Shabbos Therefore, the Gemara tells us in Mesechlis Brachis, Nashim Chayavais Bekidish Hayoim Dvar Torah. That women are Chayiv in Kiddish. What should we do? Pass it around. Pass it around. Oh. That women are chayiv in Kiddush uh, on Shabbos Midoy Raisa. Why is that? Because since women are included in Shmirah Shabbos and refraining from doing Malach on Shabbos, so likewise they are included in, uh, in Zechirah Shabbos in uh, making Kiddush on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Nashim chayavais be Kiddush hayoyim dvar Torah. But the first the Kiddush in the Gemara is, and the first statement of the Gemara really is, is that Kiddush on Shabbos is a mitzvah midday raisa. That's the focus of the Apostle Zachar, you should remember Shabbos to make it holy. teaches us that there's a mitzvah midday raisa on Shabbos uh, to make Kiddush. What else is included in this mitzvah of Kiddush on Shabbos, or in the Apostle of Zachar, so the Rambam writes, not only does this include Kiddush, but it also includes Havdalah. The Rambam writes in Perichav Tess, of Shabbos Locha Aleph, so the Rambam understands not only is Kiddush on Shabbos and Mitzvah Midorais is Zachar Yom Hashabbos Lakatshay, but also Havdalah on Shabbos is also a Mitzvah Midorais included in Zachar Yom Hashabbos Lakatshay. The Meiri quotes other Rishonim. He first quotes the Rambam that Havdalah Avi Bechlala Kiddush Havdalah is included in Kiddush. And uh, since Kiddush on Shabbos is Deiraisa, Abdullah is also Abin Deiraisa. But then the Me'iri quotes another opinion that Ein Chiyuv Havdallah Elami Divrei Seifrim. Havdallah on Shabbos is only Midrabanan. The real Chiyuv of Kiddush, I'm sorry, the Mitzvah Midrabanan here is limited uh, to Kiddush. So, what is the, perhaps the point of dispute between these uh, Rishonim? So, perhaps the Machlekes really is what is the focus, what is the nature of the Mitzvah of Kiddush on Shabbos? Perhaps uh, the uh, second opinion that's quoted by the Meiri, that's quoted by the Taisvis, uh, by the Taisvis in a number of places, is that Havdalah is the Rabbanon, is because the mitzvah of Kiddush is to declare Shabbos as holy. Or uh, through my declaration to recognize the Kedusha, the holiness of Shabbos. That's the mitzvah of Kiddush. If that's the mitzvah of Kiddush, so then it doesn't relate to Havdalah, which comes at the end of the day. It should only be uh, the mitzvah of Kiddush at the beginning of the day, to declare the holiness of the day. 
However, perhaps the Rambam understands that the mitzvah of Kiddush is not just to address or to declare the holiness of the day. The mitzvah of Kiddush comes to explain why am I refraining from halacha. Here I am sitting on my couch all day doing nothing. And that's supposed to be unusual. That's supposed to be out of the ordinary. So I'm, why am I sitting here doing nothing? Is it just because I'm bored? Is it because I have nothing to do? I don't have, you know... Uh, a life, what else to do? So the, we say at the beginning of the day, no, you know why I'm refraining from halacha on this day? Because of the Kedusha of Shabbos. I'm explaining why I'm refraining from halacha. If that's the case, so then it stands to reason not only is Kiddush on Shabbos Deiraisa, but Havdalah as well. Because at the end of the day, I'm now declaring, even though I might refrain from halacha on Matzah Shabbos too, that's not because of the Kedusha of Shabbos. That stopped. So their book ends on the day. I'm explaining why I'm being Shavis from Malacha. At the beginning of the day, I'm being Shavis from Malacha now because of Kedusha Shabbos. Now, at the end of the day, if I continue to be Shavis from Malacha, it's not because of Kedusha Shabbos. Both Kiddush and Havdal would be Deiraisa. Whereas the second opinion is quoted by the Meiri that holds only Kiddush is Deiraisa, not Havdal. Kiddush really is just declaring the day as holy. But it wouldn't relate to Havdalah. Therefore, Havdalah is only me the Rabbanon. So not only is there a machlekes here about Kiddush, here, pass it around. Let's, we're just going to look at it. We'll eat it afterwards. Eat it afterwards. Okay, fine. Yesh tikva lach reset. Okay, fine. There'll be something at the end. There's light at the end of the tunnel. However, perhaps this machlekes we shine him also helps us understand, or perhaps they differ, in how they understand the other part of the Gemara. Not only is Kiddush deiraisa. But Nashim are Chayovas in Kiddush. Why? Because Kol Sheyeshnoi Bishmira, Yeshnoi Bizachira. Whoever is obligated in the refraining from Malacha and Shabbos is also obligated in Kiddush. So if, uh, like the Rambam told us, what is the focus of the mitzvah of Kiddush? To explain why I am now refraining from Malacha. At the beginning of the day, I'm doing it because of Kedusha Shabbos. At the end of the day, if I continue to refrain from Malacha, it's not because of Kedusha Shabbos. Both are derived to their bookends around the day. So we understand now why very well. The two go together. Whoever is obligated in refraining from halacha also is obligated in Kiddush. Why? Why does one follow from the other? Because if you have to refrain from halacha, you have to explain why you're doing it. So, if you are obligated to refrain from halacha, you have to explain why you're doing it. How do you do that? Through reciting Kiddush. I'm explaining why am I now going to be Shavis from halacha. But if that's the case, is limited only to the mitzvah of Kiddush. So women are chayv and kiddush. Why? They have to explain why they're being shavis from halacha. So if they, since they're obligated to refrain from halacha, they're obligated to explain that at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, explain why they're refraining from halacha. Women are chayv and kiddush. Kol sheyeshem b'shmir, yeshem b'zachir is only kiddush. However, if kiddush is not like the Rambam told us, to explain why you're refraining from halacha, but rather to declare the day as holy, if that's why you have to make Kiddush, and that's why it's limited to Kiddush, and not Havdalah, Kiddush is Deiraisa, Havdalah is only the Rabbanan, why then does one follow from the other? Why is it, Kol Sheyeshno Bishmira, Yeshno Bizachira? Whoever is obligated to refrain from Shabbos is obligated to make Kiddush. So that other position in Rishonim probably understood that what that is coming to tell us is that all of the mitzvahs of Shabbos are interconnected. If you're chayv in the loisa says of Shabbos, you're included as well in the Assays of Shabbos. 
but presumably all the essays of Shabbos. If you're chayv to refrain from halacha, you're chayv in Kiddush, but it stands to reason it's not just Kiddush. You're chayv in all of the mitzvahs essays of Shabbos. Because the Kiddush is not coming to explain you're refraining from halacha, it's a mitzvah to declare the day is holy. So why then does that follow from the Lois essays? Must be the two are connected, all the mitzvahs of Shabbos are connected, the Lois essays with the essays. Different relationship. That, there is such a language called Sheyeshna Rabalto Chochamet Sheyeshna Bekum Echol Matzah. Yeah. Why Why is Shabbos single that as having to explain why you refrain from Malachah as opposed to any other? You don't go and explain every time you do what we do a mitzvah. Where else are you? Your mitzvah is sit and do nothing. Is another mitzvah like that? So no, but why? I'm saying why is it that mitzvah that you have to explain? If I were making up the mitzvahs, would I have made a mitzvah of Kiddush? Maybe not. Okay, but we're not, we're not on that end of the, uh, on the legislative process. We're on the other end. So we're just trying to recreate. We're trying to understand why, what does the mitzvah accomplish? Sukkah. Huh? Sukkah. We explain why we're sitting there. But you make a bracha. That is obvious. But you wouldn't sit in the sukkah if you had no reason to be there. Shabbos, you're sitting on your couch doing nothing. And that's a mitzvah? So the answer is, well, you've got to explain. I'm doing that with shame, Kiddush Shabbos. No, because I'm... Uh, Bye-bye. I'm bored. You don't make a bracha sukkah, you, don't, you don't get a mitzvah just You do, you do, but that's a, that's a maisa mitzvah. You went into the sukkah. This, you, you, if you sleep, you get a mitzvah. Why? You refrain from halacha, so you have to explain. I'm doing this l'shem kedusha Shabbos. It seems to be forced. Huh? It seems to be forced. Okay, okay. It could be, this is another, this is a machlekes rishonim elsewhere. Look at this, look at this, look at this. It helps understand the concept. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos, we're obligated to have three suudos on Shabbos, because the Pasuk states in connection with the man in Parashas B'Shalach, Vayoymer Moshe echlu hayoym, ki Shabbos hayoym l'ashem, Three times in connection with the man, it says, you have to have three suudas on Shabbos. You also have to have Lechem Mishnah on Shabbos. Why do we have Lechem Mishnah on Shabbos? Because the man fell twice on Friday. Okay, Zeichel, a man, a mitzvah to have Lechem Mishnah, three suudas. A woman chayv in shalosh suudas on Shabbos. Women have to do shalosh suudas. So the Ran writes there, in the name of Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu says, look, oh, he's giving me the third line. The Ran says, in the name of Rabbeinu Tam, women have to do shalosh suudas. Why? Because they were included in the nace of the man, so therefore they have to have Lechem Mishnah and three Seudas on Shabbos, because that's Zeich Aleman. The Ran disagrees, and the Ran says, Ein Soirech. Why do you have to resort to such an exotic reason of Afein Hayu I'll tell you internally. Why do women have to do Seudas Shabbos? Because it's one of the mitzvahs Hayyim of Shabbos. And whoever is included in the Lois Assays of Shabbos is included in the Assays of Shabbos. Kol Since women are obligated to refrain from Allah, they're obligated in the Assays of Shabbos too. Just like Kiddush, so too Shalashudis. Why doesn't Rabbeinu Tam say like the Ran? The Rabbeinu Tam said, That's exotic, to start to employ, you know, resorting to these kinds of tactics. Why couldn't he say, because women are chayv, and all the essays of Shabbos, so argues of Shlomo Kluger, in the Shavu Sa'el of Shlomo, it's because Rabbeinu, uh, the Rabbeinu Tam rejected this reason of the Ran. The uh, Rabbeinu Tam feels, Kol she'yeshnei b'shmira, yeshnei b'zechira, just serves to obligate women in Kiddush. Why? 
Because since they're obligated to refrain from halacha, you have to explain why you're refraining from halacha. But that's all it relates to. It doesn't relate to all of the other mitzvahs hayoyim. Whereas uh, the the Ran understood kolshi yeshem b'shmir yeshem b'zachir kiddush is like any mitzvah of the day. You do you declare the day as holy, not to explain your shvisa from halacha. So if that's the case, so what does the rule of kolshi yeshem b'shmir yeshem b'zachir mean? That women are just like the chayv in the lois essays of Shabbos, the chayv in the essays of Shabbos, so too shall shudes or lecha mishnah. So huh? Yeah. He probably understood the mitzvah of Kiddush to be declaring the day as holy. If that's the case, what is why a woman chayv in Kiddush? Because whoever's chayv in the lois essays is chayv in the essays. So okay, shal shudes too. That's the ran. So shal shudes too. But Rabbeinu Tam doesn't say like that. Rabbeinu Tam understood like the Rambam. That Kiddush and Abdullah are one and the same. To explain why you're being shaivis from Malach. If that's the case, why women chayv in, in Lecha Mishnah or in Shalos Su'ulois? The rule of Kosh Yeshma B'Shmir, Yeshma Zechira, only teaches me Kiddush. So why are women chayv in Shalos Su'ulois? Says Rabbeinu Tam, he has to come up with a different reason because of Afein Hayu Ba'oisanes, they were included in the Nase of the Man. The Ran rejects that reason. Why does the Ran reject that reason? So it says of Shlomo Kluger, because Afin Hoyu Ba'os typically we only find by a mitzvah that comes to publicize an ace. Daud Kaisis, Megillah, and Chanukah We don't find it by Tefillin, even though it's Zechel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we don't find it by, by Matzah. It's only by uh, mitzvahs that are Pursume Nisa. So the Ran doesn't like Rabbeinu Tam's uh, reason of Afin Hoyu Ba'os So according to Rabbeinu so Rabbeinu Tam says because of Afein Hoi Baros Anes. Yeah, no, that's also Zeichel Amon. But uh, the regular Shvisas of Shabbos, which are mitzvahs to say, they don't have them. Wow. It's a Lois I say Shabbos. Yeah, but there's a mitzvah to say also Tishbos. Shabbos Anes. Yeah, that's a separate thing. Yeah. But if they're chayvin, all the essays of Shabbos, they're chayvin there too. Yeah, but not according to Rabbeinu Tam. For the Rabbanans? Maybe not according to Rabbeinu Tam. Fair point. Fair point. But so it says of Shlomo Kluger like this, Rabbi, say, pay attention. What, are women chayven shalosh sudas or not? Three sudas on Shabbos. The Gemara says it's Zechel Amon. Rabbeinu Tam said yes because of Afin Hoi Bosanes. We said the Ran didn't like that because Afin Hoi Bosanes is only when you're publicizing something. The Ran said, okay, so why are they chayven three suudas? Because the women are chayven all of the essays of Shabbos. So Shlomo Kluger says since each one of the Rishanim doesn't like the other position, that's why women are lax in their observance of shalosh suudos. What's the problem? That's, uh, that's, why, that's why women are not nizar in, in uh, shalosh suudos. So Rabavadya argues in the Yechavadas, he says that's an illegal maneuver. You can't do that. What did he do? Rav Shlomo Kluger says, well, the Ran doesn't like Rabbeinu Tam's reason. Rabbeinu Tam doesn't like the Ran's reason. So therefore, women are not careful about shalosh suudos. But the problem is, Rabbi said, what do they all agree about? That women are chayv in shalosh suudos. Says in Shulchan Aruch, women are chayv in Shalashudis. But Shlomo Kluga argues, since women, Rabbeinu Tam doesn't like the Ran's reason, the Ran doesn't like Rabbeinu Tam's reason, so women are not Nizar in Shalashudis. Rabbi Vadya claims that that's, uh, that's a, a difficult, uh, a difficult, uh, a difficult but argument. But what should emerge then, Rabbi? Say, what about women and Havdalah? So if women are chayv in Kiddush, Midar in order to explain their Shvisa from Malacha, 
uh, and Havdalah is also Midaris on Shabbos, because both come at the beginning of the day to the end of the day to explain why we're refraining from Malacha. It stands to reason that a woman should be Chayev too. Kolshe Yeshne Bishmira, Yeshne Bizachira, that comes to obligate women in Kiddush, it should obligate them in Havdalah too to explain why they're refraining from Malacha. But even if uh, Kiddush is to declare the day as holy, and Abdullah is only mid the Gemara still says a rule, culture Yeshnoi Bishmira, Yeshnoi Bizachira. Since women are Achayev in the Loit Haseiz of Shabbos, they're Achayev in the Haseiz of Shabbos. So therefore, if women are Achayev in the Loit Haseiz of Shabbos, they're Achayev in all of the Haseiz, including Shalashudis, as we mentioned. So then, so too Abdullah. Even if Abdullah is only mid women should have been included. So whether you learn uh, one way or the other way, whether you understand Kiddush and whether Havdalah is Deiraisa or Deirabanan, women should have been included by virtue of the rule of Kosha Yeshnei Bishmira, Yeshnei Bizachira. The problem is, and that's the opinion of Rav HaRishonim, if you look back at the Me'iri and Ois Aleph, the Me'iri said, according to the Rambam, uh, if Havdalah is Deiraisa, women are chayv uh, in Havdalah as well, to explain why they're being shavis from Malacha now that they're, they're no longer being shavis from Malacha, refraining from Malacha because of Shabbos. And even if it's Derabanan, because Kiddush declares the day as holy, Havdalah is a separate mitzvah, because just as women are chayv in the Lois Hasez of Shabbos, are chayv in the Hasez as well. However, the Orchus Chayim, uh, one of the Rishayim, quotes from the Rosh Mishans, that women are excluded from Havdalah. Why? There ain't Havdalah Tluya Bishmira Shabbos. It doesn't come to explain why you're being Shavis from Malacha. That's not the purpose of Kiddush. Kiddush is a mitzvah to declare the day as holy, not to justify or explain why you're refraining from Malacha. So if that's the case, women are exempt. Yeah, but women are chayven all of the assays of Shabbos. Even Shalashudas, one of the Rishonim mentioned. So why not Havdalah? It's, one of the, it's at least one of the mitzvahs of Shabbos. Why shouldn't they be chayv? So if you look in the second line of Ois Vav, the Mishnah Brura explains this position, that it's because where boys said, when do you do Havdalah? Hopefully. When do you do Havdalah? After Shabbos. Well, is that really one of the mitzvahs of Shabbos then? Maybe not. It happens after Shabbos. Not the same as Shalashudis. It's after Shabbos. Not the same as Lecha Mishnah, Zeichel one of the mitzvahs of Shabbos. This takes place after Shabbos. So argues the Mishnah Brura of the Havdalah, Kevin Shehi it's like any other time-bound mitzvah, and therefore uh, women would be exempt. Because it's after Shabbos is over. You, maybe there's a similar notion with regards to Shalashudas too. Look at this amazing Rashi. Look inside, the amazing Rashi. Rashi writes in the Durham that women had a minug of wearing jewelry on Shabbos, but they took it off Towards the end of the day of Shabbos, they would take off their jewelry. Well, Shabbos is going out. They would start uh, taking off their jewelry for Shabbos. So writes the Chuvis Gur Arya Yehuda. Gur Arya Yehuda was a Arya Leib Toimim. He was a great going from the early 1800s in Poland. So he writes in his Chuvis Gur Arya Yehuda that there was a minning already in his times that men would come to shul for mincha, shalashud, it's not dressed uh, in the same big day Shabbos they were wearing in the morning. Not in big day chel, sure, with sure. no tie. Sure. See, he claims, not sure, it's not, not, not sure. But he claims, even, even by then, Poland, I don't know. But they, they came without a tie. It goes all the way back to then. See, he's trying to justify this minig. So he claims perhaps we could justify it based on this minig that Rashi brings that the women uh, started taking off their jewelry towards the end of the day. So, so too, uh, already Shabbos Mincha, 
the men could already uh, come uh, you know, without attire. As we know by Chesidim also, they change from the Shabbos Beksha. They don't wear the Shabbos Beksha uh, by Mincha to Shalash. Should they have uh, a different Beksha, whatever? They're fancier Bekshas for the day and for the night. The rest, uh, by Mincha, Shalash, should a different Beksha. Already they're changing clothing out of the big day Shabbos. Why? Why? So the uh, other Achrayim don't like this. There's a classical sefer called the Orchus Chaim Sepinka. It has nothing to do with Spinka Chesidus. It was printed in the town of Sepinka, and it's a collection of Shalos and Shuvas. So in the Orchus Chaim Sepinka, he quotes this uh, Rashi and this uh, Yisha for the Minig of uh, many people have of not wearing Shabbos clothing to Mincha and Shalos Shuvas. And he says, no, that was a Minig toast then. This Minig doesn't only go back to the 1800s. It goes back to the time of the Gemara, that people weren't Nizhar and wearing Big Day Shabbos all the way to Mincha and Shalos Shuvas, but it was wrong then, and it's wrong now. That's what he says. The Magen Avram claims you should wear Big Day Shabbos all the way to the end of Shabbos. That's the right thing. That's what it says in the Orchus Chaim. It was a minute toss already then, just because you found the trace all the way back then. doesn't mean that it's right. Interesting. But perhaps we could explain, or we could, uh, perhaps, why did this minute develop? Maybe there is a source for it, and that is because, do you know, we say in the Askini Sudusa, by all the meals, there's a different name for each one of the meals. So the meal Friday night, if you say Askini Sudusa, it's the meal. The meal is Chakal, Tapuche is... What is it? Chakal Tapuchin Kadishin, the holy apple orchard. In the morning, it's Atika Kadisha. And by Shalashudas, it's Zer Anpin. He Sudasa, the Zer Anpin, the small face. What does this represent, the Zer Anpin? And that we say in the Askin of Sudasa, so Rabbi Pincus explains in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon on Shabbos that it's because of the nature. The mahus of uh, Shalashudas is we're already preparing for the Yomos We're trying to figure out how we're going to take Kedusha Shabbos, whatever we accomplish on Shabbos, with us throughout the, days, the rest of the days of the week. That's the small face, the Zer Anpin. So if that's the case, already by Shalashudas we're preparing for the Yomos perhaps that's why people came, Mincha and Shalashudas, not dressed still in Big Day Shabbos, because they were uh, already getting ready for the week, where they were trying to figure out how to take Kedusha Shabbos with them throughout the rest of the week. But if that's the case, then perhaps we could justify why these women aren't careful in Shalashudas. If that's the case, Shalashudas is already uh, Shaykh, not to Shabbos. It's already looking forward to the Yomai Sachol. So perhaps it's so like the, every other Mitzvah Seisha's Mangram, and women would be exempt, just like women are exempt from, uh, according to one opinion, from Havdalah. Because it happens during the week, it's not related to Shabbos, so too perhaps already Shalashudas is already related to the week, and perhaps that's why women are as careful about the Shalashudas. But bottom line, how does this uh, shake out? So, Rav HaRishonim passing, look in Shulchan Aruch, the women are chayv in Avdalah. Then he quotes the Yesh Mishachay, look the Rosh Mishans, the women are excluded from Avdalah. So the Ramah says, therefore, women should not make Avdalah on their own. Al-Kain says the Ramah, lo yavdilu la'atzman, rak yishmu Avdalah min ha'anoshim. Because maybe they're putter. Why la'atzman? Yeah, but even if they're putter, what are you trying to say? Why can't they make Avdalah for themselves? Why can't they make Avdalah for themselves? Even if they're putter, I understand. Why not? But explain your question. Meaning, what, what do you mean, why not? Why not? Women, even if they're exempt from lulav and sukkah, you can make, we Ashkenazi women make a bracha. Sephardi women don't, but Ashkenazi women do make a bracha. So why can't it be that a woman can make her own habdallah? So that's the Magan Avram. If you look on the third line, quote from the Bach. Why can't they make their own bracha? So the Magen Avram and the Mishaburah claims uh, that they can. Why did the Ramah say that according to the Rash Mishan, again, most Rishonim held women are chayv in Avdallah. The Rash Mishan's held it's not a mitzvah of Shabbos. It's a mitzvah during the week. Most held Avdallah has to do with Shabbos. He says Avdallah has to do with during the week. 
So women are potter. So why can't they make their own bracha? We volunteer to make brachas. Uh, women volunteer to make brachas. I'm inside my grandma all the time. So the Magen Avram suggests perhaps the Ramah held that's when there's a Maisa Mitzvah. See, a woman takes Lulav. So that triggers, she did a Maisa Mitzvah, that triggers a Birchus HaMitzvah. But let's say the whole Mitzvah is just a Bracha. Can a woman volunteer to make a Bracha that she's not obligated to? So the Magen Avram says, no, that's called a Bracha Levatola. Volunteering to make Brachas you don't have to is a Bracha Levatola. So he says maybe even though women can volunteer to do a Maisa Mitzvah, they can't, uh, that triggers then a vada chiyu bracha, they can't volunteer uh, to do a mitzvah that is only uh, a bracha. However, be that as it may, roiv ha-paiskim, the mishnabura, the chayadam, ramayisha, the archashokhan, all paskin, that, um, that if a woman uh, doesn't have a man around, that she has no husband or, uh, or the husband's not here, whatever, that a woman can make her own havdalah. Uh, we don't pass it like this, Rama, that she can't. Yes, of course, she should hear Havdalah from her husband. But if she, her husband's not here, we pass it like the Bach, that she can volunteer to make her own Havdalah, even though it's only a Bracha. Women, uh, we pass it, a woman could, can make her own Havdalah. What's the difference between a Bracha and a Maisa? Increase Megillah. Women are high of increase Megillah. Here she's volunteering. Women are high of increase Megillah. Why aren't they high this? Because this is a time bound mitzvah. So you'll say it has to do with Shabbos. So many Rishonim say, you're right, it has to do with Shabbos or Menachai. But there's one opinion in Rishonim, the Rashmi Shans, that this doesn't have to do with Shabbos. It's a weekday. It's a Vachadikah Mitzvah. It happens during the week. So it's a time bound Mitzvah. Women are exempt. So even though a woman can volunteer to take Lulav, ah, once she takes Lulav, Vada of Bracha, here all she's doing is volunteering to make a Bracha. You can't do that. That's called the Bracha of Atala. The Bracha is not a Maisa. The Bracha is a Bracha. I understand, but Abdullah is something that was instituted by Chum. If you're doing something by saying... What are you doing by Avdala? Uh, whatever the Ramana says you're doing by Avdala, you're doing it. There's no... It's only a bracha. That's it. Nothing else. We'll get the Bari Maria Asian summon by something else. I understand. What's the reason to be Mechalic? Because when you do a Maisa mitzvah, that triggers a Chiyu bracha without a doubt. You took Lulav. You've got to make a bracha. You didn't have to take Lulav, but you did it. Bracha. Here, you don't have to make a bracha, yet you're doing it. What do we call a person who makes brachas? He doesn't have to. A bracha levatala. So maybe that this is called a bracha levatala. That's the way the Ramah understood. Again, we don't accept this argument. We paskin like the Mishnah Brewer, like the Bach. A woman wants to volunteer to make Havdalah, she can. And if there's no husband, let her make her own Havdalah. Yeah. Yeah, but Tfila is always, Tfila is always a person. What? We, Lechadchila, woman should not make her own Havdalah. But uh, if there's no man, then the woman can make her own avdoah. She can. What about the fact that maybe doing a... Uh, uh, We're against the Ramah, or, or whatever, however you want to view it, like the Bach, that a woman can. What if the husband was already Yosef Abdullah in Shul? He didn't think his wife, he thought his wife was going to hear Abdullah somewhere else. He comes home, she didn't hear Abdullah. So can he make Abdullah for her? So the Mishnah Brewer says, no, you can't. Why? Even though you heard Kiddush, you can make Kiddush for your wife when you come home. Uh, that's because she's chayiv in Kiddush. So since she didn't hear Kiddush, it's like you didn't hear Kiddush either. But here, she's not chayiv in Abdullah, perhaps, according to the Rash Mishans in one opinion in Shulchan Aruch. So you came home, you heard Abdullah already. You can't now make a bracha for her. Lamashal, like on uh, Rosh Hashanah, if anybody here blows Kiyah Shafer, if you heard Kiyah Shafer in Shul, you can't now go and blow for women and make a bracha. Why not? Women are not chayv in Tkiyah It's a time-bound mitzvah. They're volunteer to do it. That's very nice. 
And if they want to do it, they can make a bracha. But if I already heard Kia Shoifer, how can I make a bracha on Kia Shoifer? I was already Yaitse. Who am I making a bracha for? For them. They're not Chayiv. So there's no Arvos, there's no mutual responsibility for them because they're not really Chayiv. So too says the Mr. Brewer, if you already heard Havdalah, you can now go home and make Havdalah for your wife. The Archashulchan, though, disagrees. If you look over here, Isaiah, the Archashulchan says, nah, even if you heard Abdullah already, you can't get out of that responsibility for your wife. We really paskin women are chayv in Abdullah. That's why women can make their own Abdullah. We really paskin women are chayv in Abdullah. So, she should hear Abdullah from her husband. And, uh, but if she didn't, she could, uh, she could make it on her own. It's machlekes. Some hold the rice, some hold the rabbanon. But if you hold Either way, the rice, then she can make her own. Of, of course, we paskin that they're chayev, whether they're rice or the rabbanon, they can make their own. Though we really don't paskin like this rashmi shans that it's a vachetik mitzvah and women are exempt. We really don't pass in that way. What if a woman is going to make her own avdol? Her husband's not here. She's going to make her own avdol. We said, if there's no husband, she can, or father, whatever. A man who can make avdol for her, she can make her own avdol. Can she drink the wine? So there's a mysterious Mugan Avram who quotes him a shlah. Look at back, Oizvav, in the third line. Quotes him the shlah, Kaddish. Naguha nashim shaloi lishtois mi kais Women have a minig not to drink from the kais avdol. If you want to see the reason, look in the shlah, Kaddish. Shlah, Kaddish does not say because they're going to grow beards. That's not why. It's a kol delo pasak, but there is no source for this at all. That have linking facial. It's throughout communities. It's not like in the Ashkenazi community or in the This is shavu lechol nefesh. This kol delo pasak, but Lamai said there's no source for this uh, facial hair connection with the wine of Avdala. Why is it the meaning of the uh, woman have the meaning of not drinking the wine of Avdala? So the Shlach Kaddish claims because there's one opinion that the Eitz Hadas was a grapevine, and therefore for whatever reason, why not then uh, you know. We should, we should restrict or the minig should, women should have a, a minig never to drink wine but for whatever reason the minig was by Abdullah they didn't drink wine somehow connected to the fact that the Eitz Hadas might have been a grapevine and she when gave Tadam Arishan to drink when did the Eitz Hadas take place? Huh? when did the Eitz Hadas take place? Sheshit Friday Friday Rav Tzipes Frank suggests another reason why it is that women, perhaps a technical reason why women don't drink from the wine of Avdala, because he claims, well, minute, there's an opinion that women are not chayv in Avdala. So she heard Bari Priyagofen. You're going to say, then, ben they don't, are not obligated to hear that. That's a hefzik. Now, how can she drink? Even if she said it, it's a hefzik between the Bari Priyagofen and the drinking of the wine. That's how Rav Tzipes Frank quotes from Mr. Zalma Meltzer. What? Would it be total brachal at all, the well, I said she heard her husband make burpi agafen Now she wants to drink. The kids always like eating grape juice for whatever reason. A kid with grape juice, so they, they want wine for sure. You know later. So then, can she drink the wine? So no, the minig is not. So the it's a zalman claim because it was a hefsik between the burpi agafen and the drinking of the wine. Maybe that's the right, that they're not mechayim. That's what he claims. No, he claims based on that position that oh, from the fact that women don't drink, it must be that they're not chayim. By kiddush, they do. Yeah, yeah. So, the truth of the matter is, it's a mistake. I mean, whatever. It, it's not that compelling. Because the pace of Frank claims, whenever you make a bracha that you might have to make, that's not called a hefzik. Lamasho. <laughs> Rabbi says, second night Rosh Hashanah, we make a shechianu. Right. Why do we make a shechianu? We're not sure if you have to make a shechianu on second night Rosh Hashanah. It's not the same as every second day yontif. Every second day yontif, we make a shechianu. Second night Rosh Hashanah might be connected to the first night. Maybe you're yaitzi with the shechianu from the first night on the yontif. So what do we do second night Rosh Hashanah? We take a new fruit or a suit 
And there we make hashachiyanu on the new fruit or on the suit. What's the problem with that? I'm in the middle of making Kiddush. Then, punked in the middle of Kiddush, I decide, oh, you know what, I'm wearing a suit. I'm going to make a shachiyanu now on my suit. You can't do that in the middle of Kiddush. All of a sudden, make a shachiyanu on your suit. So why isn't that a hefzik? So Shlomo Zalman explains, because whenever you might have to make a bracha, even on Aksar that you don't have to, it's not called a hefzik, because I thought I might have to make it, so it's never a hefzik. So therefore, you might have to make Shechiyon on Rosh Hashanah, it's Machlech, as we shine him. So, we take a suit or a, or a fruit. Independently, we don't make Shechiyon either on suits or fruits, but a discussion for another time, we don't do that, typically. So, whatever. We do that to make ourselves feel good, but we're really making the Shechiyon on the day. We're just not sure if you have to make it, but you're not sure you have to make a bracha. That's never considered to be a hefzik, so to here wouldn't be a hefzik. That can't be the reason women have a meaning not to drink. It's some reason based on the shlok, others linking it to the Eitzadas, but Lamais, if a woman has no other uh, man there, she can drink the wine, or Ramaisha suggests she could give it to a kid, a male child, who's a Giyah If he's 13, let him make it Ozon, Ozon, Abdullah. But even if he's not 13, if he's a Giyah she could give him the wine to drink. That's what she can do. Or she can drink it herself. Lamaisa, we pass and she can drink it herself. One final issue, though, if she's going to make her own Abdullah, what should she do about Barimarei Ha'esh? You say, why can't she make Barimarei Ha'esh? How is that any different? Then Havdalah. The truth of the matter is, look at the Gemara Psach and Barimarei Ha'esh has nothing to do uh, with Shabbos itself. It's because the fire was not created during Sheshish and Mebreshish, it was created on Matzah Shabbos. So Chazal instituted to say uh, a bracha on the fact that Esh was created on Matzah Shabbos, Barimarei Ha'esh on Matzah Shabbos. What kind of bracha is that though? Barimarei Ha'esh. So the Ritva writes over there in that Gemara, it's a Birch Shevach to Hashem. We're praising Hashem for giving us fire. He says, it cannot be a birchas hanenin on the fact that I'm about to enjoy light. He says, if that would be the case, every time you turn on the light, you should make a bracha, we don't do that. We only do it on Matzah Shabbos. So it must be we're thanking Hashem for creating fire. That's why we do it. Not because we're about to enjoy fire, or about to enjoy light. We thank Hashem that He created the fire. Other Rishayim disagree. The Kobo, the Archeshayim, they say it's a birchas hanenin. Because you're enjoying light. Ah, how come every time I turn on a light, I don't make a bracha? Because that's like a guy who's drinking all the time that he never stops drinking. You don't make a shahak on the Yabedvaroi. Unless you stop drinking, you don't make a new bracha. We're constantly enjoying light, 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 where we have the opportunity to enjoy light. So since we never stop enjoying light, we never stop, so therefore we don't make a new bracha when we turn on a light. We never stopped enjoying the light to make a new bracha. The haraya is, what's the only other day of the year besides Shabbos? Everybody saying? Only other year, day of the year besides Shabbos, you can't turn on a light. Yantif, you can. Yom Kippur. And what do we do, Matzah Yom Kippur? Bari Mareh Fire was not created, Matzah Yom Kippur. Fire was created, Matzah Shabbos. Why do we make a Bari Mareh on Yom Kippur? Says the Kobo, because it's a Birchus Hanenin. The only other day throughout the year you can't light a fire is Yom Kippur, and that's why we say Bari Mareh What difference does it make? Whether it's a birchas hanen or birchas shavu the difference is when do you make the bracha? It says in Shulchan Aruch that in order to make havdalah, you have to be, uh, you have to benefit from the light. That's why you're supposed to use a torch, a dual wicked candle, because you could get more benefit. That's why we also say bore ma'oyre ha'esh. It's in plural. Why is it in plural? Two wicks. So it's supposed to be luchachigo, two wicks, or the many colors in the fire. In the fire. Either way. You're supposed to benefit from the light. So the Ramah says, based on the Zerah HaKodesh, you're supposed to take the kais from the right hand to the left hand. You move it, and then you take your right hand, and you put it near the fire. The Ramah says, based on the Zerah, to look specifically at the fingernails. 
something to do with the Chait of Adamarishin, and before the Chait of Adamarishin, he was all nails. Now he's uh, the only part of the skin that was left as nail was the, the fingernails, the rest of it was turned to skin. So something to do with that, based on different versions of the Medrash, we look at the nails, the difference between the skin and the nail. So the Ramah says, first to do like this with your fingers folded in, then with your fingers folded out. First like this, then like this. Samach Rehnim Ramayisha used to do it then with the left hand, like this, then like this. But you have to come close to the fire to see the difference between the nails. You have to benefit from the light. When do you do this? After the bracha or before the bracha? So Mishnah Bura says, first you benefit from the light, then you make the bracha. I first enjoy the light. I see, I thank Hashem for the fact that He created light. Then I make the bracha. Like you see lightning, you make the bracha. If it's a birchas hanenin, something I'm about to enjoy, when should you make the bracha? Before you do it. So the gra argues, when should you make the bracha? Before you look at your fingers, make the bracha. There's two minagim. Some do it before, some do it afterwards. But another distinction that's relevant for us is what about women? If Bar Mereha Aish is a birchas Hananin, a woman could also benefit from the light, let her make Bar Aish in the middle of her Abdullah. If she's making her own Abdullah, let her make Bar Aish. However, if it's a birchas Shavu for the fact that Hashem created light on Matzei Shabbos, that is a time bound mitzvah to Matzei Shabbos. Why are women Chayiv? So you'll say it's connected to Shabbos. And women are Chayiv in all of the assays of Shabbos. So the Bir Halacha argues, even if they're Chayiv in Abdullah, which is during the week, we're going to stop that with Shabbos, but we're going to call that one of the mitzvahs of Shabbos, and women are chayiv, Bermeraish has nothing to do with Shabbos. It's because Hashem created fire on Matzei Shabbos. So certainly women should not be chayiv in that. So the Biyalacha claims that's a vachadikah mitzvah, and it's time-bound. Women are part of they should not recite Bermeraish. So the Mishnah Brewer recommends if a woman, Shmir Shabbos Kochasa too, if a woman is making her own habdalah, she should leave out Bari Marei Ha'esh. Rabbi Moshe uh, disagrees, and Rabbi Vadio also, standard psak is not to do this. We assume Bari Marei Ha'esh is either a Birchus Hananin, and even if it's not, it's part of, Kid- part of Habdallah, and it still has to do with Shabbos, and just like women are chayv in Kiddush, are chayv in all of the essays of Shabbos. So she should say Bar uh, So bottom line, if a woman has to make uh, Habdallah, she should try and hear it from a man. If she can't, she should make her own Habdallah. If there's a kid around who's higiyah she could give him from the wine to drink. If not, she could drink the wine herself. And we pass in that she can make probably Bari Mary Hoyish.